Cast. It's not about the corner office. It's not about the fancy title. It's not even about the extra money. Responsible leadership is about taking care of those who choose to follow you, and that care takes on many forms. This podcast is dedicated to bringing you the best guests with the best advice to help you succeed in that endeavor. The Responsible Leadership Podcast is a production of The Leadership Phalanx. To find out more about me and what I do, visit leadershipphalanx.com. That's leadership, P-H-A-L-A-N-X.com. And now, on to today's show. Hello, folks. Your host, Earl Breon here. Uh, usually when I do one of these uh, kind of shorter sessions, it's to share some kind of story. This time I'm going to come at you from a little bit of a different angle because uh, chatting with uh, one of my colleagues, we had a great conversation about the difference between micromanaging and what I like to call micro-leading. And, you know, their question was, like, really, what is that line? And my response was pretty simply, you know, micromanaging is when you give somebody a task and then you become involved to the point where you're essentially doing the task your way and you're doing it for them. You know, they basically have no say. They have no ability to innovate. They have no ability to deviate, to try to find new concepts. You have a certain way, you dictate to them how that is going to be done, and you get involved to a point where you essentially end up doing it yourself. That's micromanaging kind of in a nutshell for me. Now, what is okay in in my book is what I like to call micro-leading. And micro-leading is where you can give somebody a task and you can be part of the process. You can ask questions, uh, but you're a part of the process. You're not the process. You're in there uh, to help out. You're in there to coach. You're in there to learn. You're in there to maybe make some suggestions, but also uh, you're open to your suggestions not being listened to because maybe this person has a better way of doing things that even though you did it a certain way for 30 years, maybe you didn't think about doing it this way. And I think that's really the big difference between micromanaging and microlearning. Are you doing it? Are you mandating how it needs to be done? If you are, that's micromanaging. If you're in there and you're participating and you're having discussions and you're asking thought-provoking growth questions and you're willing to learn and, and really understand that maybe your way isn't the best way and then you come out on the back end with a much better solution and a much better product, that's micro learning. Now, this individual came back with, yeah, I agree with you, but a lot of times, even when I'm trying to, you know, just ask questions, that's seen as micromanaging. Well, my response is, that is 100% true. But what you need to understand as a leader is, people don't just get there. People don't just wake up in the morning and think, oh, all leaders are evil and they're going to dictate everything I do. That's that's not the way most people operate. Now, there may be some people, but most people don't just automatically believe that. Something has happened. They've been led by a micromanager. 
well, I don't want to say they've been led. They've been managed by a micromanager. They've had some type of uh, what I'll call workplace trauma, right? Where they have worked, it has been that micromanaging uh, type of environment. And that's what they're used to. And so, yeah, while you come in and you're the new boss, you're the new leader, you're trying to establish a new method, it takes people time to adjust to that. That it is real trauma that people experience, right? Now, it may not show up like a bruise. It may not show up like a gash. It may not show up like, a, a, you know, a spot on, on a brain for a traumatic brain injury, but it could. You know, some of these things are that severe uh, that they may show up on brain scans, okay? And this isn't hyperbole. These are things that we know uh, from looking at neuroscience behind, uh, behind leadership and why people react the way they do. But what you have to come to grips with as the new leader trying to make a new uh, a new culture shift is it's not a it's not a switch that just gets flipped. You don't just get to say, hey, we're not leading by the old way anymore. We're leading by a new way. You have to go out there and you have to model the new behavior. You have to show the new way and you have to be consistent with it. You have to be ultra cautious that you don't cross that line between micromanaging and micro leading. Because the first time you do cross that line, oh, here we go again, we're back to the micromanaging culture. And it is very, very easy to prove people right that the culture is going to stay the same than it is to prove people wrong and show them that you want a micro-leading environment. So when you're making that transition, when people are pushing back on you, even when you're trying to be a micro-leader, listen. That's telling you something about the past. That's telling you something about what they have been through. That's telling you something about how you need to be careful with how you lead going forward. If you listen to your team, if you truly open up your mind and listen to your team, they're going to tell you what they've been through and they're going to tell you what they need adjusted from you to get to where they want to be. Now, that's a hard skill to pull off. It really, truly is. A lot of people like to hear, not listen, but you need to listen because them pushing back and saying, hey, you're micromanaging, that's not really a reflection of whether you are or are not micromanaging. That's a reflection of everything that they have been through. And it is upon you to set that new tone. So there you go, folks. I hope that really helps out there. Uh, the line between micromanaging and micro-leading, are you the one that is in there doing it your way, no sway whatsoever, my way or the highway, and then you take over and essentially do the project yourself? Or are you the person that gets in there, gets your hands dirty, helps, learns, asks questions, asks for clarification, wants to create some type of learning environment, and then is willing to have all of your rather deeply held beliefs about how something should be done changed. That's the big difference. And then when people push back, are you going to get offended by that? Because yes, sometimes people are going to, when you're trying your hardest, are going to see you as still being a micromanager. You can't control that. What you can control is how you react. Take the time, listen, Make sure that you are not micromanaging because maybe they're right. You know, maybe you did cross that line and didn't realize it. 
have some grace, have some humility, and if you do cross the line, apologize for it and thank them for calling you out on it. Don't get mad. Don't get offended. Thank them for calling you out on it because that's going to be a key part of it too is creating an environment of accountability. If you don't want micromanaging in this case, uh, you need to create an environment of accountability where when someone is micromanaging, whether it's you or not, the group feels comfortable calling people out on it. Hey, you're doing that thing that we said we weren't going to do again. You're right. Thank you for bringing it to my attention. All right, good. So, folks, I really hope that uh, you found this uh, segment kind of helpful. This is kind of a little insight into uh, what we'll talk about if you were to reach out and hire me as as your coach. Uh, we'll have these types of discussions. We'll, we'll get into the nitty-gritty. We'll get you on the right path. We'll help you better understand uh, the people that you work with, the people that you work for, and the people that work for you. That's what I do. So if that interests you, you're going to have a way to contact me here in the outro. But I thank you very much for your time. I hope you found this valuable. And I just really appreciate y'all. Thank you for being listeners and making this show a success and doing all the things that you do for me. I really do appreciate it. Well, all right, folks, there you have it. Another great show about responsible leadership. I really appreciate you listening. And if you have any feedback for me, please reach out at earl at leadershipphalanx.com. That's E-A-R-L at leadership, P-H-A-L-A-N-X.com. Thank you for rating, reviewing, subscribing, and sharing the show so these messages can spread further and make a bigger impact. With that... I look forward to speaking with you again in the next episode. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the rock podcast, Back to the Arena, the interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interview. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.